This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, summer is upon us, and for those of you who are looking for a more sustained activity for the summer beyond Stampede Week, it is also a big time for patios when you can avoid the rain and avoid the nice Well, not avoid the nice weather. If you're avoiding the nice weather, then, well, let's go back to winter. Avoid the bad weather. Embrace the nice weather. Patio season is here. And this year, patio season heats up with fewer rules. That's the title of a release sent out by the Alberta government. Now, I don't know if many people realize the rules that patio season had in the first place, but certainly restaurateurs and bar owners have had to experience them. To talk about what some of these changes are, I want to bring into the show Graham Wadsworth, Senior Manager of Inspections for the AGLC. Graham, thanks very much for joining me today. It's great to speak with you. Uh, Thank you very much for uh, for having us. So what are the big changes that we're seeing this summer? Um, Well, relaxation of the patio rules. really from uh, the the two main types of patio is a miner's allowed patio and a miner's prohibited patio where uh, the barriers from those patios the requirement is being lessened in the past they had to have a one meter high barrier uh, and now that's not the case anymore it's been reduced to just some kind of physical separation that can appear in the in the form of uh, some stanchions or planters uh, furniture that sort of thing something that will delineate or physically define the licensed area from an unlicensed area. Um, Also, with regards to access from minors prohibited or to minors prohibited patios, uh, in the past, the only access could be through a licensed premises. So a patron would have to enter the licensed premises and then gain entry to the patio from the licensed premises. Now they'll be able to uh, uh, access that patio directly from the street. So there's not going to be any problem if a patio has a barrier of some kind and then a gap for people to go through. That's allowed. That will be allowed. That's right. So how is there a, a it sounds like a silly question, but is there a restriction on how big that gap could be? I mean, or is there a loophole here where a, a patio owner could just have, you know, like a 20 foot long entryway into the patio area? Well, something like that, we would look at degrees of reasonable reasonableness okay. as to where that patio was located. Um, you know, in an urban environment, say along any of the busy avenues or streets in the city of Calgary, 20 feet would be deemed unrealistic. Uh, it'd be something in the neighborhood of uh, maybe four to six feet. Uh, something like that would be negotiable or would be able to be determined uh, in consultation between the patio proprietor, the licensee, and the AGLC, and in conjunction with the municipality as well. Now, why are these separations needed? Why is it not not enough just to have, you know, a general sense of this is our area, these are the tables and chairs, if you're sitting in the tables and chairs, you're in the zone? Well, a lot of it is, is physical awareness, so that patrons are aware of where liquor is permitted and where it is not. The legislation still holds that open liquor in a public area is still, uh, you still can't have that in Alberta. So that part of the legislation remains the same, and it's, it's to uh, really present some awareness to the patrons, to licensees, that liquor is permitted on the area that they control. And the legislation states that where liquor service and consumption takes place in order to facilitate socially responsible service of the product um, is to take place where a licensee has uh, care and control of a physical area. So it's more or less physical um, indicators to patrons so that they are aware uh, this is where the liquor is allowed and outside of that area liquor isn't allowed. So was this being pushed for by anyone in particular or was this really part of an ongoing review? 
It was uh, with something that we've been working on for quite some time. Uh, the process started uh, well before last summer. In fact, last summer in August, we relaxed the hours associated with outdoor patios. In the past, um, liquor service on outdoor patios could only take place from 10 a.m. until 12 uh, midnight, and uh, with allowing one hour for consumption until 1 a.m. Now the hours are aligned, effective last August, uh, to match those uh, that that are permitted with the actual liquor license that the patio is endorsed off of. So, that, namely, that's 10 in the morning until 2 the following morning, uh, plus an hour for consumption until 3. I know it's always dangerous to relitigate or re-legislate past decisions, but why was this, which sounds fairly reasonable, not part of the original standards that businesses had to adhere to? Um, as far as reasoning is concerned, uh, there's a, a variety of reasons. More, uh, probably the, the one at the top of the list would be uh, pertaining to socially responsible uh, service of the product, uh, access of the product to, uh, to minors, um, and the, the way that the rules were designed um, in decades past was to assist a proprietor in controlling their licensed area. And, and that was the thought process behind the miners' prohibited access where um, miners uh, could not gain access to a miners' prohibited patio. Uh, if they did, they were doing so um, at the, I guess, at the will or at the knowledge of the licensee. So the big changes here are that you can have a lot more latitude, it seems like now, in terms of what sort of barrier you use. So even natural furniture, you said, could cause, not natural furniture, but furniture could cause a barrier that looks a lot more natural to the surroundings, but still serves the purpose as far as the AGLC is concerned. That's correct. It's something that uh, is physical in nature that is presented above the grade that uh, that the patio exists on. So uh, a tape on the patio, for sake of argument, would not be enough to indicate licensed versus unlicensed area. It'd have to be uh, like something like a planter or some other, like a stanchion or, as you mentioned, uh, patio furniture uh, or any type of furniture for that matter uh, that would... Uh, really define an area that wouldn't change in size from one day to the next. It, ha- it would have to be something physical. Uh, the, uh, the policy now allows for uh, an inspector or the, or the commission to um, really mitigate or decide in conjunction with the proprietor what is uh, appropriate given the area where the patio is being situated and what is uh, really aesthetically pleasing or fits with the decor of, uh, of the various uh, premises or areas. And this doesn't change the existing rules surrounding where miners can be. It's kind of grandfathered in in that area? That's correct. Like it, uh, miners, uh, there's no change to to where miners can be. Uh, there still has to be a separation between a miners allowed and a miners prohibited patio, um, but uh, access to that patio can be gleaned directly from the street. All right. Well, good to have a bit of an update, certainly for those looking to perhaps uh, renovate or redevelop or even add a patio if the weather's nice enough. Uh, Joining me on the line is Graham Wadsworth, Senior Manager of Inspections for the AGLC. Uh, Joining me from the Alberta Gaming and Liquor Commission. Graham, thanks very much for your time today. It's great to speak with you. 
Thank you very much for the opportunity. Have a good afternoon. All right, yourself as well. Enjoy the patio weather. When we come back in just a couple of moments, want to chat about a couple of more things here. Take advantage of the summer and talk about a bit of a lighter story on the way back very briefly. But I also want to talk a little bit more in depth about the idea of whether these regulations are, are too little too late. Because I'm inclined to say they are. There's nothing that distinguishes this from the previous rules except for aesthetics. And that's important because it means that businesses under these rules get to have a little bit more of a decision in how they go about upholding their end of the bargain, which, again, I think should have been the case right out of the gate. When we come back, more of Afternoons here on News Talk 770. I am Andrew Lawton. In for Rob. We'll be back in a moment. Stay tuned. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.